Now this goes out to all of my beautiful people I'm J-Star, you know it's nice to meet ya 7.45am, catch me on the morning meetup Hosted by David Shane's Tell you that you need to have pictures of the stuff that you want everywhere Like in your house, in your car You just need to have pictures Because you gotta, you gotta constantly be reminded The world will constantly remind you that things are going to like That things are crashing The world will constantly remind you Instagram will remind you that life is not fun. Social media will remind you that we're all doomed. Everything in our life. When we go to job, when we go to our job, we constantly are reminded that things are trash. But we gotta we gotta combat that with seeing the thing that we want. Okay, so let's get into it, man. Today's topic, today's conversation is on designing the life you deserve. So today we are going to design. Say, I deserve it. Throw it in the chat. Say, I deserve it. Throw it in the chat. I deserve it. I deserve it. And we're going to design the life that you deserve. Here's what I understand. That the world has a life designed for you. The world has plans for you. And if you don't have plans for yourself and you just accept what the world gives you, I promise you, you will feel like, man, I don't even deserve, I don't deserve to be treated like this. But today we are going to design the life. And what I did was I was doing some research and I had to identify what it means. Like, how do they design houses? And I said, "Woo, the way they design houses is exactly how we need to design our lives, especially our businesses. So this is an entrepreneurial community and I want everybody to, I, I will talk a lot in terms of like finances and money and building your business. I don't want you to think that those are the most important things in the world. These aren't, these, money is not the most important virtue. Okay. But I talk to entrepreneurs and this is what I talk about on a regular basis. So um, I believe, I believe when you find something, some sort of activity that makes you happy and that activity that makes you happy brings you money. Golly, that is a life I deserve, me personally. If I had money, but I wasn't doing something that I absolutely loved or something that made me happy, that's not a life that I want to design. Or if I was doing something that I love, but it couldn't afford me kind of like the financial security, that's not the life that I think I deserve. So it's those two things, being able to do something that you love and it makes money because the thing that you love makes you happy. You making money allows you to do things for other people that makes them happy. Your family, you know, your, your, your mentors, your mentees, things of that nature is really, really cool. This, this Thursday, I'm going down to Miami to hang out with some morning meetup family members. And I'm going to take them to breakfast. And some of y'all might order more than you would normally order if you were paying for it. But that's cool. You know what I mean? Just, <laughs> just order how you normally order. You know what I mean? Like, don't try to get something to go. You know what I mean? <laughs> now, you know you normally order an orange juice. And you typically go and drink it slow. You're not going to refill it. But y'all going to get three or four to enjoy. And I, it is what it is. You know what I mean? But um, I y'all y'all gonna get all seventy nine dollars worth of this month's membership. <laughs> so 
Tomorrow. Thursday. Okay, anyway, let's let's just jump into it. Because we're gonna design the life that we deserve, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so this is how they design houses. Okay, so one, the first thing. The first thing they are gonna decide is what is the budget? Meaning, how much are you willing to pay? Before we start designing a house, they say, well, the first question is what is your budget? You cannot start designing a house without knowing how much money you want to put into it. You can't. Likewise, in our lives, we cannot start designing a life unless we know how much we're willing to pay. It is going to be a cost. There's going to be a cost attached. We can't say, y'all, I want to design a billion dollar life. How much you want to pay? Eh, I really want to sleep late every day. I don't want to give up weekends and holidays. Listen, some of, some of you all spent time with your family yesterday. I spent time with my family yesterday. I didn't do any work. I did a little work, a little work. But some of you was like, yo, I don't want to do any work, and I want to spend time with my family. And that's cool. Again, I spent time with my family. There was some people that said, yo, I can't afford it right now. I can't afford to spend time with my family, not this year. But the thing I'm going to do today We'll make sure I can spend time with my family next year. They're saying, I'm willing to give up some things right now to get what I want later. I predetermined this is what it's going to cost me. I know. I understand it. Like I told you all, we have a, we have a, uh, I have my son coming in November. Y'all see when I say son, like my face lights up. I have my son coming in November and I told my wife, I'm going to have to pay something. So from, from now until November, I, I need a little grace. There's a lot of things that I'm going to have to do, a lot of sacrifices. I may not be able to go to every family trip. I may not, just in this time frame, I'm willing to pay something. Not that I don't want to. Not that I don't want to hang out and be cool and chill with my family. But I at this, I can't because I'm paying that price. So you're really going to have to have a conversation with yourself and say, what am I willing to pay? This is very important. The amount that you're willing to pay affects the size of your house. We understand that? You catch that? Whatever the budget is, whatever the budget is for a house, that affects the size of the house. If you're willing to pay more, you'll get more house. Period. You get more house, better location, if you're willing to pay more. But we got to pay it up front now. Listen, however much you paid 10 years ago has a lot to do with the house that you built today in terms of your business, your life, your comfortability, whatever. Whatever you did 10 years ago, if you were partying, if you were like doing all kind of weird stuff 10 years ago, it's probably why we have the size of the house that we have today. And you might say, yo, I don't, this, this house is uncomfortable. The, the life that I'm living, I don't fit here anymore. I'm too big for this. Because you're growing. However, the decisions that you made yesterday determine the size of the house that you have today, which is cool because if we're willing to put more up front here today than tomorrow, we will have a mansion. We will start, like, our life will be free. But we got to determine what we're willing to pay. And I'm not telling you that I'm not telling you that you need to um, put it all out there because you might not desire 
a big life traveling every weekend. You might not desire that. So, but I'm asking you, like, just have a conversation with yourself. What are you willing to give up? What are you willing to pay? What is the price you are willing to pay today to have something tomorrow? Listen, I'm not, I said on a bunch of interviews, I'm not willing to pay the price. I'm not willing to pay the price to be a billionaire right now. I'm not willing. I don't want to pay it. Some of you say, yo, I don't want to pay the price right now to be a millionaire, multi-millionaire. I don't want to pay that because that's not the that's not the type of life that I want to live. And that's 100% okay. And don't let anybody on social media tell you any different. Don't let anybody tell you that's not okay because it is. I give you two sides of a coin. You can go hard for the next five years. Let's say you have a newborn child. You can go hard for the next five years and miss the most precious five years of a child's life. The first five years, oh my gosh, they're amazing. But you can have everything you want in five years. But you never get those five years back. You'll never get those first words back. You'll never, you'll never get that attachment that your child has to you back. You'll never get it back. You could listen, the next 10 years, you the next 10 years, you can go hard and lose trust with your family, with your spouse, with your kids, neglect your friends because you're going after a goal. And in 10 years, you might have enough money to live the next 70 years without having to work. But that's the price you're willing to pay. Or, or you cannot do anything right now. You can like be the per like start becoming the person that you are designed to become and you start personal development and you start like you start working on love and consideration and spending time with your family and spend the next 10 years struggling financially but abundant in love just in 10 years you start the process you just understand the house that you built i'm not saying either way i'm just saying we need to determine the price that we're willing to pay for the life that we want. That's all I'm asking. How much time do you have to dedicate to this, to the building of this life? How much money are you willing to invest in masterminds and trainings and courses, things of that nature? How much energy are you willing to put forth? Let's just determine the budget. Okay. Number two, number two, location. So first they determine the budget. And then when they start building a house, they start looking at, location and they're saying where do you want this house i'm saying as an entrepreneur we need to decide what industry what field what location of business we want to play in let's just decide it i've decided to jump into content creation Terika decided to jump into real estate. Where do you want to start building this business or start building this life? In what avenue? Some of you might say, I want to go the nonprofit route. That's cool. What I, I, let's just determine how much we're willing to pay and then like where, what field we're going to put all of this investment in. So some of us are only going for the money. The only thing we know is we want to make six figures and we want to make seven figures. And we start jumping around location to location, industry to industry, business to business, and we haven't made a determination. This is the playground that I want to play in. I've decided content creation is my thing, podcasting, YouTube, all that. 
my biggest objective is not selling products to people. My big objective is to doing business with corporations, meaning I be I can entertain and educate an audience and grow the audience and have corporations pay for big sponsorships because I have this audience. I just decided the location that I want to play in. I don't want to sell stuff to people. I've decided that for myself. You are going to have to decide the location. After you figure out what you're, the price you're willing to pay, let's figure out the location. Where am I going to live? Now, what's cool is this may change and that's okay. You might move to Atlanta and say, yo, I don't, I heard great things about Atlanta. I thought, I thought Atlanta was different. You know what I mean? I'm going to Vegas and that's okay. You are, you, but, but you have determined the price you're willing to pay. And one of the prices you're willing to pay is figuring out what industry you want to live in. And that's okay. So I'm not entrepreneurship shaming anybody because it took me, it's almost like I'm telling somebody stop jumping around business to business, but that's exactly what I did. till I figured out what I really, really wanted to do. I was trying, but, but, but the purpose of this conversation is so that you're aware of it and being intentional. Like I'm not trying, I'm not searching for what makes me the most money. The first thing I want to decide is what area do I want to play in? Let's just be more intentional. If you understand, just say, I understand. If you understand, just say, I understand. Shouts out to Marlon, man. Got my note, take, take her back, man. It's my boy right there. If you say, if you understand, just say I understand. You might want to get into relationship coaching. You might want to jump all into the the cryptos and the NFTs and say, yo, this is the location that I'm going to make my millions. Let's figure it out. Okay, all right, cool. Number three, number three. So um, when they start designing a house, they say you want to uh, match your home to your lifestyle. So the the style of home that you want. How the home fits your personality. As an entrepreneur, we got to figure out what type of lifestyle we want. So we've determined that we are going to put uh, 50 hours a week into our business. And then we figure that our business is going to be real estate. Okay. But now we got to determine the, 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 the style of home that we want to live in, meaning the lifestyle that we live in or the lifestyle that we lead. So there's a couple of different ways. You say, well, I want to get into real estate. Well, I could go into wholesaling because the lifestyle I like is I want to, I, I want the, I want the money up front. I'll be looking for houses, come back, flip it, sell a contract, go back, sell the contract, go back. That's, that's work. Some people say, well, my style is I want to be an investor for buy and hold, meaning I buy real estate and I just live in it. Not live in it, but I hold on to it and get the rental income. So, like my goal, I have I have some real estate goals now. Obviously, working with Terica, she's just expanding my whole mindset. One of the ways I want to make money is not take a property, fix it, flip it, and make fifteen thousand, make twenty thousand. I want to take a property, fix it up, and just make that thousand dollars every single month, or make that six hundred dollars every single month and get to 100 units, paying me $600 every single month. That's the, that's the style that I want to go into in terms of real estate. However, I picked, I picked 
a content creation method that requires me to constantly be working and constantly meet people. But I like that. Some of you say that ain't my lifestyle. I want to create a lifestyle where I don't have to do nothing for the money. That's not the lifestyle I want to live. I want to keep active. I love interviewing people. I love creating content. I love coming up with content. Listen, the morning meetup with this lifestyle would not work for everybody. What do you mean you got to get up in the morning every single morning and be on a call? I don't like that. But I'm just telling you, I'm designing the life that works for me. Listen, for me to have a jump start every day, I got to see y'all faces. I got to talk to y'all. I got to listen to y'all. I got to have that engagement. I got to see the chat. I got I to gotta see that stuff. This is the lifestyle for me. I'm asking you to design a lifestyle for you and just stop doing stuff. But at least consider, what is the lifestyle that I want to lead? And what business should I be in that's going to afford me this particular lifestyle? Is this making sense? If it makes sense, just put makes sense on here. If it makes sense, just put, I, it makes sense. I get what you're saying. Okay. Number four. Number four. <laughs> now this may get a little deep. Might get a little deep. But uh, in designing a house, after you figure out your budget, what you're willing to pay, and then uh, identifying the location, and then the style of house, they say you need to give a quick brief to your architect. You need to give a quick brief to your architect. The person that will be actually designing and building your house, you need to talk to them and tell you tell them what you want. What does that mean to y'all? What does that mean? One side, one side, we say some people might look at it as prayer. We might look at it as, yo, let me just tell the, let me tell the architect, listen, I got all these plans. I have all these plans, but I need to continue to communicate with the architect who's going to build it. Listen, I understand fully, fully that I can have every great plan in the world. This is just the way that my faith is set up, not pushing on anybody else, but I am very, very clear about who I am and what I believe. I've had, a, I'm very clear that the plans that I have for myself might not be in my best interest. I'll say it again. The plans that I have for myself may not be in my best interest. I look at my daughter, there's all kind of stuff that my daughter wants to do. And I'm looking at her father saying, that's not gonna be, you'll, get, you'll hurt yourself, baby. It's not in your best interest. If it was up to her, she'd eat goldfish all day. She'd eat the little goldfish. All she loved them little goldfish. She not feeling no uh showing nothing green like that. She will eat fruit. Goldfish loves them. Baby, that's not in your best interest. You can tell me your plans or what you want. And here's what I know. Just be very, very careful. Because some of us want a lot of money, but it may not be in your best interest right now. There are a lot of um, there are a lot of artists that are going through a lot. B 
because they have money and power. And if we pray for money and power and we can't necessarily handle it, it wouldn't be in our best interest to have it. So we may be looking at ourselves as our own architect, like we built our lot. And, and if that's your belief, that's your belief. Cool. But for being my house, we understand that we are not the master architect. If you believe that you are the architect, then continue to talk to yourself. Whatever your God is, talk to that person. You might be your God. And I understand that some people believe that, and that is a very valid belief. I, I, I'm not saying right or wrong. I'm just saying that when building your house, you got to talk to the architect. Do we understand? You understand? Just say I understand. Now, on the other side, the, the less deep side, the people that are building your house is not you. Meaning, if you have a team, you have to continue to tell them your plan. And I, I, I've been talking a lot with uh, a lot of friends and uh, people who have teams. And I realize that it's not really common that the person building the business continues to tell the team what the objective is. They only tell the person that's building the windows to build the windows. Only telling the people that are like laying the floor, hey, lay the floor. But they're never really telling the vision of the house. Everybody, and this is, I, I, I learned this through building out this, this uh, studio we just built. If you keep people in silos, it's very difficult for everybody to get on the same page. And someone's interpretation here, and someone's interpretation here, for instance, someone, the person that was do, doing the air, like the HVAC, I'm saying I need the HVAC put in. I need the, the, the air system put in. But if I had not coordinated with the person that's doing the drywall, like putting the walls up, and there were a bunch of miscommunications because the 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 people the sheetrock people closed up a wall, but the, the person putting in the air needed that open. I have to give the entire vision to everybody. We gotta if you are going to build a lot, anybody that has anything to do with this house needs to have conversations about the house. You got it. You got to keep talking to your team. You got to keep talking to the people that are building that. You're not building the house your own by yourself. You need plumbers. You need electricians. You need drywall people. You need roofers. You need all that kind of stuff. I'm just saying when they start building out the plans, they say you got to give a brief description to the architect. You have to tell the architect what you want. You have to be very, very clear and concise on the thing that you want and being able to express it. So some of you know what you want, but it's really hard for me to say it. I'm Again, I'm not shaming anybody because this is something that I'm working on myself. As a leader, being able to say the vision in my head out of my mouth so that other people understand it. It's a skill set to acquire. So work on your communication of the dream. Work on your communication of what this looks like for your team and for yourself. What's crazy is the more you can articulate it, the better you understand it. When someone starts telling me about their business or their idea or their concept or whatever, 
I know how much they understand what they're saying based on their ability to communicate it to me. Yo, y'all see on Thursday, we'll, we'll start seeing on Q&A where someone asks a question and I need some clarity on the question and we realize that the question that they just asked isn't the question that they're looking for because they have no idea what they're looking for until we have more conversation. Then we have to say, oh, so this is what you want to know. Got it. The only issue is I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know how to say what's on my head out of my mouth to people. And that tells me that I'm still confused. Was Martin Luther King confused at all about the vision? He said, no, 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 he wasn't confused. He wasn't saying, I want, I want black people to do better. And I want us to like, I want us to like hang out with each other and love each other. And we just be better as a people. He didn't say that. He said, I have a dream. But then it, like very, very clearly exactly what the dream looks like. Which I believe was why he was so effective because he can explain what's on his set. Yo, if you ever, if you ever have a chance to listen to Louis Farrakhan, he can speak in the heat of summertime, full suit, three hours, very clear. Oh my, one of my favorite orators ever. He has the ability to take what's going on in his head and what's going on out in the world and make sense of the question that's being asked mixed with the climate of what's going on, mixed with his information, and give a beautifully articulated message of what's going on in his head, leaving no one confused. <laughs> you know, I've, I've, I've never been confused by one of Louis Farrakhan's answers, ever. Ouch. Got it. Being able to articulate the dream is just important as being able to work hard for it. Because once you're clear, you'll know exactly where you're going. Somebody throw it in the chat. Put some of your favorite, some of your favorite orators in the chat. Some of your favorite orators. I'm talking about when they're done with a message, you like, oh, I got it. I got it. I yeah, clear now. Clear. Put your favorite Maya Angelou, Eric Thomas, absolutely. Oprah, absolutely. T.D. Jakes, one of the best to do it. One of the best to, T.D. Jakes, oh my goodness. <laughs> T.D. is an animal. J. Cole, 100%. His, his songs are so clear. He understands what he has to say. Patrick Bet David, oh my goodness. If y'all ever have a chance, to listen to Patrick Bet Davis. I want you guys, listen, just start Googling Patrick Bet Davis, Darius Daniels, 100%. Myron, Joel Osteen, Malcolm X, Barack Obama, absolutely. He gave the whole world hope. He gave the whole world hope. Check this out, check this out. All the people that we put in the chat, I want you to start to study the way they're articulating a message. So for some of you, you have it here, but you can't say it. But if you can't say it, you can't get nobody to help you with it. And then you're on your own. And then you'll be frustrated saying, yo, why? Okay, let me think. Let me think before I start lying. Before I start lying. Um, 
very few people, and I was actually thinking about this the other day, very few people quit working for me. Like they say, I don't want to work for you anymore. And I pride myself in that. If someone stops working for me, it just means it didn't work out. And I and I was thinking, this isn't working out. I'm not saying like, like I just go around firing people, but very few people. I think because for the last 10 years, I've been working on my ability to communicate. For me personally. I mean, I find a whole bunch of people to say, yo, I hate this guy. <laughs> that worked for me. Like, it's just, and, I, and I'm willing, I understand that I am not the best communicator, which drives me to continue to fix my words. And some of us only work on our ability to work and we never focus on our words. If you want to build this thing, you got to be able to say it. You've got to be able to say it. Practice saying it. Practice saying it. Okay, good. Lastly, lastly, um, as we build out this house, I want you to fill this home with the people that you love. Imagine having a house where everybody's mad at each other and everybody's arguing. No one likes each other. That is called a prison. But just remember, you are going to build something marvelous. And I want you to take great care of the people that you love, that are loved ones. Like, just take great care of those people along the way. Now, some, some people might be upset that you're, you're missing family functions. They may be upset with you, but I don't want you to get upset with them because they just don't understand. Because eventually, eventually, They'll understand what you were doing. And as long as you didn't disrespect them along the way, like, oh my gosh, I hate you. You ain't, you'll never support me. Da, da, da. Just remember that person is going to live in the house that you built. When you become successful, they'll understand it. They'll understand it. Trust me. I, I have uh, no regrets with the people that are around me. Because I knew it. I knew I was going to be successful. I, I knew. Listen, my... My best friend, Brandon, right? We, I started the, the company Sleepers for Suckers and then he started helping, but then not really, he wasn't really the entrepreneurial type right there. Then he got to stop and I got mad. Like, yo, man, he ain't really helping me. You, you said he's going to help me and you're not. You lazy. You ain't working. I never said that because I love him. And I just knew, I knew, I knew I was going to build this thing. And one day I just, Hit him like, yo, let's go on this family trip. I'll I'll get the spot. Y'all just you just come. Or I'll just be able to travel with my best friend. I knew, I knew it. He didn't owe me anything. Like when we signed up to be best friends, it wasn't like, yo, I'm gonna support every business that you do and I'm gonna work for you. That's not what best friends sign up for. But he's still my best friend. It's really, really cool. So just remember, don't disrespect your family. If they don't, if your family doesn't support you, the the problem is probably you haven't given them you haven't given them anything to support. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah, you know, some people like you're mad at your family for not supporting you, but you haven't given them any reason to think that they should support this thing that you're doing. 
There's no reason. Imagine this. You're mad that they don't support your business, but they've seen you do three businesses in the last year. They're like, yo, it's not a top priority for me to support this right now. I love you, but I don't support all the stuff that you're doing because I'm going to give you some money and you're not going to be doing it again. You can't really articulate the vision, so why would someone believe you? If you are a spouse and you are an entrepreneur, okay, and your spouse doesn't support you, it's probably because you haven't given them anything to support. It's really cool, man. My, listen, my, my wife, she's not a, a natural entrepreneur. And when we met, I was entrepreneurian, but I was entrepreneurian. But it wasn't to this level. And it just took her a little while to understand my 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 flows. Like, yo, I'm about to go, I'm about to go into the cave for a few months. Meaning I got a lot of work to do. But she's seen this pattern before. When I come up, it's lit. We out, we traveling, we kicking it, we going shopping, you get the badge you want. Da, 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 da. Like she sees the pattern. I've given her something to support. Go win. Put it in the chat. Go win. Go win. You want people to support you? Go win. Go win. Don't get mad at people for not supporting you if you ain't got nothing to support. Of course, they, they just don't, like, you have, there's no evidence. There's no evidence that says the thing that you're talking about right now is going to work out for you. So why would I make it a high priority? You're not making it a high priority for yourself. So why, why are your friends obligated to make your business a high priority? They got other stuff to do that day that your event is going on. I, they couldn't make it, and now you're mad at them. They got stuff to do. You're not really mad at them. You're just mad at the fact that you couldn't get 200 of your ideal clients in a building. So your one friend that couldn't make it, you're upset because there was only five people there and they would have made six. So you're mad at them for not coming to support when really you should be mad at yourself because you don't know how to market and you don't have a product that people love and you can't get people engaged in your product. So now you put all that anger and energy and attention on your best friend and you break up with your best friend not realizing that you're going to build a huge house and you want them in it. And then we start, that's where regret begins. Okay. Uh, all right, Morning Meetup family. We got about 10 minutes. I would love, let's just hear some takeaways. Let's hear some takeaways. Morning Meetup, I, I appreciate y'all being in this community, man. I think the Morning Meetup is probably... Um, it is, it is the greatest thing I've ever done in my entrepreneurial community, like my entrepreneurial efforts, because like there is love here and we are like, just as much as you think this program helps you, it helps me. Come join the most amazing live mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs every morning. Let's go. The, the Morning Meetup. Do you have a business idea you need to get off the ground? Do you currently work a nine to five and are looking for supplemental income? Come and network with like-minded individuals and take your business to the next level. Every morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with David Shand and friends. Head over to themorningmeetup.com. That's themorningmeetup.com. Stop. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.